In this episode, we interview Tifa Robles, and we do a game review of Reef. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons and Magic. Stupid, mindless bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, 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 our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Hey geeks, Blue Samurai here. It is episode 45, and I am Blue Samurai. I am Rebeculous. I'm Stuff. And we are your, of course, your podcast to uh, tabletop news and interviews and game reviews and cons and all kinds of crazy stuff. RPG stuff. Stand up and make make sure they can see that we're matching today. Oh, yeah. See? I know. Look at our shirts. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, Wizards, you want to sponsor us? Yes, yeah, so if you want to sponsor right us. Right here. Call. Only that Give me a call. Only $1,000 a month. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Yeah, nobody's doing that. <laughs> it's well worth every penny. Yeah, I think it, it is. Oh, yes. But we have a great show today. We do? We are interviewing. Do tell. Well, we Watch got Tifa Robles, who is coming on the show. So, uh, Or, you? actually, we interviewed her uh, a couple months ago. At OrcaCon. At OrcaCon. At OrcaCon. And we have a game review, right? I think. Yes, we're um, gonna we, me being Doug and Kelly, are going yes. to review um, Reef um, from Next Move Games. Ooh. And we have witty banter. There'll be some banter here, That'll be here, here yes. and then in the middle, and then on the mm-hmm. end. So uh, make sure you stay for the end. So if you I, feel I, you want to, if you want to fast forward, you can. <laughs> the, the very very end is after the music is usually the best part. That's right. That's right. Oh, the cussing. That's where you put the cussing. So Tifa, she um, founded Lady Planeswalker. She did. She did. Over 100 (laughs) chapters across the globe. The globe. The globe, mofos. The globe. She is crazy awesome. It is. And now... There's more chapters than listeners. uh, Speaking of chapters... (laughs) Yes. She's written a book. She has written a book. That's fantastic. I wish this book was around. The Explorers of uh, Zulafont. Awesome. Nicely pronounced. Yes. 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 Yeah. working on it. Yes. Yes. No, she talks good. about her world and her, a little bit of a story because I believe she has a Kickstarter coming. Kickstarter coming um, uh, February 26th, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's coming up really soon. This is yes. going up on the I don't 18th sure. of February. When I get home. And I'm going to edit <laughs> tomorrow, which is going to be Monday. Say the title again. Times. It's really the thing. The Explorers of Azulus. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we haven't decided. We're going to do the interview first or the game review first? We haven't really decided. But we haven't decided. What's your first fantasy novel that you read? My Since first fantasy novel. talking about FIFA and fantasy novels. Okay. Oh, that's a good segue. So my very first fantasy novel was... Charlotte's a, Web. No. Spell oh, for sorry. Chameleon. Spell for Chameleon. Someone... Yeah, Pierce Anthony. Yeah. Oh, it's your dog, I think. Uh, no. This is 
I'm not so that's your dog. <laughs> that's yeah, dog. for chameleon. Well, by the way, we're at our secret underground lair in Everett, Washington. Yes. Where we have dogs protecting us from people who are trying to attack us and get into our podcast. So you might hear barking and hear barking claw. And well, that'll be fangies. Yes. But yes. the dogs, you might hear them. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. Something chameleon. Spell for chameleon. Oh, what, what is that? It's by Piers Anthony. It's a okay. fantasy of a land called Xanth. And uh, oh. he did a lot of them, but that was my, my entryway into fantasy. Okay. And then well, it branched out to other things. For me, I was like a... Jeez, that was... um. 24 years old, and well, my, my um, girl, then girlfriend, and room, and my other roommate, no reaction. it's currently my wife of 25 years, Janice. She's just go on, man. She's yeah. not listening. She's waving at us. Uh, convinced me to read Summoner's Fire, and I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Fancy novels are for nerds. I'm not going to read Book. Yeah, was, absolutely. They, they were so insistent. I read this book, and I oh, but, read comic books in high school. Um, um, Spidey taught me to read. Uh, anyway, yes. Um, so I read *Sunrise Fire* by Melanie Rod, one of the best um, series ever. No, yeah, okay. absolutely love it. Yeah. I suggest that to everyone. I, my favorite is, um, of course. I have two, but Tolkien is a good one, but uh, Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Time. It took a long time. Thank you, Brandon Sanderson, for bringing this back together and making it readable. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, you didn't like it when good old Uh, Robert was there? There in the middle, um, Robert Jordan was like, okay, this book is like a hundred, a thousand, a billion pages. pages, A billion. It's going to cover a weekend. (laughs) It's like, the, 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 the book mm-hmm. started like it's gonna be 800 pages and cover six months, mm-hmm. and as they got bigger, they covered less time. Yeah. And yeah. then in the middle there, mm-hmm. it got a, a kind, of, kind of a slog, but a, a wheel of time is, is a great series. Yeah, it's I was thinking, I was thinking it was kind of lame to bring up The Hobbit and whatnot, but that was the first one I read, and I didn't read the other ones. I just read The Hobbit. Just The Hobbit. It was on TV as mm-hmm. a cartoon, so it prompted me to read the book. And then uh, I think I read Dune later on, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pushing yeah. 50. I'm pushing 50 here, but I tell you, a couple of years ago, maybe it was three summers ago, I read all the George R. R. Martins, all of them, on my phone, sitting on my oh, patio. Wow. I read all of that, and even the offshoot stories, the hmm. Duncan Egg kind of story. Duncan oh, Eggs. Oh, my God. I read all of these things, little winters. So it's crazy. And, of course, so, well, Dune, so that's they're, 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 they're once again yep. doing a, um, a video and version, Porch. movie version. Oh, movie version, Janice? Oh, yeah, they're redoing it. She oh, says, geez. yes, movie version. I don't know. I'm very attached to the original. Um, I'm so or, attached to the original. Oh, Sting, hello. Have you seen Jason yeah. Momoa? Mm-hmm. What am I in a cave? Well, yes. well, if I was, he supposedly uh, oh, it would be with him. <laughs> you going to be and I'm a lesbian, so that's a thing. <laughs> Jason Momoa, sexiest person on the planet. Yeah. I can't even. And yeah, it sounds just, like he's going to be in Dune. Silence for Jason. He's a moment. He's a good looking man. Yes, a Momoa of silence. Momoa of silence. So and and watch North Shore. Find it. Yes, he's the bartender. He's like twenty. Great show. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's terrible. And we've been playing D and D, of course, yes, right? Some, some more well, than others. Some more than others. Well, I, I, well, the game that I'm with you guys on. Some of us are. You guys are more. cheating on me, but that's okay. 
but the uh, Dragon Heist has been going very well for us. I it's think. Great. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I was a little confused at first, like where are we? What are we doing? What's the? Our There's goal? so many factions. I was confused at first, and I chose the wrong preferred terrain because I didn't. It's the same thing I did in the White Plume Mountain. You know what? It, it might it might get better once we go to the next one. Oh. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. That's what you well, mean. Ranger in a city doesn't quite work out. For <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. But we're <laughs> each in different factions, so I don't know how that works in the end, but we'll find out. We'll find out. And that of course, makes me wish I wore my Emerald Enclave You should have wore that. It does, but you're wearing your wore it yesterday. Dragons And of course, we are all going to do a big review of it, right? Oh, well, we definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah get, we'll get Steven here, maybe some of the other folks, and uh, do a full review of it. It'll be spoilerific, but um, oh, we'll review it. it. We'll review it. It tends that to be one of our like biggest. Nothing has been reviewed before. It tends to be our biggest draw. I don't know why. Are those reviews? But anyway, we should get into the meat of this show. So meat. let's talk about uh, cons. Oh, we got conventions. What about pros? What pros? You're you're really uh, what? I know. Yeah, sorry. Don't get the touch it. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, Paul. My, seg- my segment on mansplaining <laughs> will come later. <laughs> um, conventions. Also, you may have noticed recently, if you are a Northwest person mm-hmm. and uh, the Western Washington or even Eastern Washington. So, area, this is not France or any there. of these other mm-hmm. people. We had a weather yeah. event. We did. Mm. Where it was hard getting a flight on the streets, and there was like no plowing. Freaking pansies. I don't know what was going on with that, why it was so messy. But um, Nerd Fair got postponed. Um, Nerd Fair was going to be in February, and now it's March 2nd in Little Washington. That's cool. And we'll just push it back a couple of weeks. That's great. And, and uh, we are. We're going we're to go. You can meet Rebeculous and Rebeculous Paul and, and still Paul. Paul. <laughs> I will not be there, but I'll be watching over you. Not in a weird way. Not in a we'll, weird way. We'll forge your autographs. <laughs> that's great. So that's great. Uh, that's a convention that's coming up in the Moon Washington. It's it's brand new, first year. Um, it's going to be cool. It's uh, fair with an E at the end. That's like, right. You know, the old English. Yes. Did you guys send an email to him to get a media badge, maybe, perhaps? Um, no? It's kind of, I feel like it's kind of late for that. Oh, okay. It's kind of dirty cool. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, use, I'll, I'll make a charisma roll when we go in. Oh, Honestly, or maybe because, it's, get in. maybe because it's the first year, you throw them a couple bones to, yeah, you know. That's, that's good. So what type of con yeah. is it, though? Um, it's, 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 it's all nerd stuff. It's not just vendors. It's not mm-hmm. just community row. Um, it, it's a bunch of cool nerd stuff. Well, like pocket protectors? like Yes, something. maybe. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out when we get there. Man. So okay. if, if you could get her a geek shirt... That would be great. So we could be a team. You know the size. Oh, you yes. know the size. That's now. right. Don't make me say it. That's right. And you want you to say it? No. A man's large. Oh, I'm sorry. You think it's a that come out? <laughs> oh. And if you Oops. if you could get Steve one as well, that would be good because we talked about it last night. <laughs> Don't pound the table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is great because it's the same size shirt that Rebeculous <laughs> wears. <laughs> So, what else do we got going on? I love Paul? my beer. What we got? We in Victoria, British Columbia. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh. Um, Victoria. Um, Why don't you add that? That was an Australian Capital thing to add. A? No, they say A a lot in Canada. Oh, that's Canada. Yeah, they do. They do. It's spelled C A 
N-A-D-A. Uh, on March 22nd and 24th, there's Capital City Comic Con. Oh, okay. Where they're, they're going to talk, be talking about comic books. Mm-hmm. And that will be fantastic. I know there's a big picture of a bunch of people here on my thing. And that sounds fun. Wow, super descriptive for those <laughs> who are watching out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's really cool. Man. If you're in, in in British Columbia, that looks cool. That looks like a fun thing to do. Yeah. And also in March, mm-hmm. slightly before that, like maybe the weekend before, we had this E. Uh, what is my name? E C C C thing. Really, that was hard for you to read. It's just like C C. What is what is that stand for? Emerald City Comic Con. Oh yes, yes. that's going to be March 14th through 17th. So go warm up there. Mm-hmm. Get your nerd stuff on for comic books. Yes. And then the next weekend, go to Victoria. I want to go. That sounds like a really good life plan. I think it's good. It's like fill your, your box you full of like comic books. You should be a nerd life coach. I should be a nerd life coach. Just buy more comic books and more dice. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just roll 20. So you got to listen to people too. Mm-hmm. Life coaching. I have to listen to people. We have to listen. I, my job is to talk to people. I'm a podcast. Wow, I'm looking at some of the guests out here. They got some cool guests. Emerald City. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. So, uh, what else? Uh, what other con stuff do we have going? That's on? all we have. That is on. it. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's cool. So, I guess we got to transition into tabletop game news or Kickstarter. Ta- Kickstarter corner. Well, but I mean, Ooh. I kind of do both. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so my actual preparation, of course, was 48 hours ago. And, That's fine. You know, That's good. That's, That's just like a blip in Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. What, what was the reason we didn't record two days ago? What was the reason? There was that? stuff. There was Doesn't stuff. matter. <laughs> Listeners don't care about that. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I tell you. So I just kind of zipped through these and just a couple mm-hmm. of them caught my eye and... One of them was uh, Hexagon. Oh, with an E on the Hexagon, end. Hexagon. Yes. Hexagon, yeah. And it looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's, it's, you know, the little tiles are hexagons of either white or blue. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like a neat uh, little abstract puzzle game is how it describes itself. And this is on Kickstarter, and I actually think they uh, surpassed it. Do you have to be a nation to do it? No, I wonder what these little nation things are. I think this is just where the game exists now, where it's, okay. it's well, already at. And uh, it just kind of looks cool. It's a uh, a two to four player game, and Mm -hmm. it's by Handsome Games. Handsome. So it's about me and Steve. Yes. Exactly. That's what I was saying. (laughs) Oh my god. But it just looks kind of cool. They describe it as a uh, abstract scrabble. Okay. And and it looked kind of neat. Cool. Uh, The campaign is over three times its funding goal, so that's how many people are interested. But if you want it, get in. Yes. It it looks pretty fun. But however, and here to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that caught my eye is this. Uh, I, it took me a while to read this. Horrible Games Running Alone Kickstarter. It says so. Horrible Games is the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game sounds called, horrible. Yes, exactly. I thought mm-hmm. that. Thank it's, you. Or did they Thank screw you. themselves by counting? They might have. Uh, the game is called Alone, mm-hmm. and for some reason they have in this big corner of the picture. That I'm looking at, and I didn't notice this right away. Funded in 37 minutes. So be fast. So to me, right. that says this thing's awesome. So go back in time. Yes, and exactly. this is one of those uh, sci-fi. It's a one versus many game, and apparently, this is new to me. 
Uh, normally in those, like one person is the bad guy. This one's the opposite. Mm-hmm. One person is the good guy. Oh, okay. And the other players are the ones that are trying to trap them. And you only know oh, certain okay. things about your environment, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, along the way. It's very know-as-you-go-along kind of shit. So one person's the good guy trying to escape, and the other ones are trying to kill him. So I thought that was like, oh, shit, no, mm-hmm. freaky. And then I scroll down, and the opposite of that mm-hmm. is this kind of many versus one thing. And this is your, your of an Asian persuasion. I, is, uh, this, uh, <laughs> is this, uh, how do you pronounce that? How do you pronounce this? Hako-ona. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And do you know what it means? I have no idea. Okay. Well, it means <laughs> it means box woman. Okay. There you go. This is this is not exactly my cup of beer, but oh yeah, Ona. Yeah. But uh, apparently it's kind of a horror game, although, mm-hmm. and I don't usually, but it, it looks horror. like horror. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it looked uh, by Whiz Kids, and mm-hmm. it looked really intriguing. And one of them, uh, the box woman, is the woman who's trying to kill all the others who are in this house. And she moves around, and they move around, and, mm-hmm. and there's all t- This is, you know, so it's kind of the opposite of the other one. And I guess if you win, mm-hmm. you win if you kill her, or if you're her, you win if you get out. So I don't know. One of the ways of winning just sounds horrible. And if you can see this picture, it's mm-hmm. one of those eyeball pictures. Jump. Just terrible. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe he can post but, the eyeball right here. Okay, so <laughs> these were the three the hex down. But, however, uh-huh. and in addition to, uh, the one that really kind of uh, caught my eyes, this mm-hmm. one called Icarus. Icarus. Mm-hmm. You know, like the dude with the wings made of wax. Sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a storytelling game. And it's about mm-hmm. how great civilizations fall. And you create your mm-hmm. own civilization. And it's not, they say it's My like, own civilization? Like, yes. Based mm-hmm. after me. Like, it that's is a an, god. It well. In yeah. my own image. Well, Very tall. Yeah. A little bit pudgy. There is one thing I. Drinks a yes, lot. Yes. Sort of like that. It's a nation, city nation of your, desi- of your design. There's no GM. <laughs> it is a role playing game, but there's no GM. And you each become diplomats or mm-hmm. scientists or marshals or actors or politicians or business moguls or what mm-hmm. have you. And you describe the events taking place in your mm-hmm. city, which cool. I've misread. I thought you could name your own city. And I went off with the names and I was like, Paulopolis. Paulopolis. Was like, oh, I can't pound the table. <laughs> yeah, don't pound the table. We're doing that. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> worth it. God damn it. But that's end. Anyway, it looked super cool. Paulopolis. I thought uh, Blue Samuraiville. I thought Rebeculopolis. Rebeculopolis. Anyway, it looked really awesome. Apparently, uh, you can, yeah, it's storytelling. It's, and there's like dice and cards and a rule book. And they will give you all of those things mm-hmm. if you contribute to that Kickstarter. And so there's about, I don't know, 20 days left to go in that. And I'm going to throw a few dollars their way because that looks super fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Plus Icarus. Like, that's really cool. And then people who don't know Icarus are like, mm-hmm. you don't even well, want to explain Well, if you play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you know uh, Icarus. Okay. Icarus is your bird. Okay. Um, okay. So that's it. And okay. plus it's pretty. it's a pretty game. And, you know, cosmetics are important. Cool. Sometimes. Anything about surfing in there? Surfing? Like, surfing? In Icarus? Okay. What are you talking about? So that's, uh, is that 
They were good? Well, I don't know. Was there a time limit? No, no, no. I could babble on until the time limit. I was going to talk a little bit about tabletop game news. No, I think that's usually the four that Okay, no, that's good. four was a respectable segment. No, that is very good. Compared to what I did last time. Well, very good. Well, in tabletop game news, Z-Man Game announces a new edition of Love Letters. So if you love that game, there's a new edition coming out. Uh, Free League Publishing launches Illustrated the Call of Cthulhu Kickstarter. I guess that's kind of Kickstarter-like, but anyway, it's out there. Uh, one thing we don't talk about a lot here is miniatures, and I know people love miniatures. Um, and so what we got is Flames of War. Flames of Flames War. War, which is a miniatures game. But they've got a new uh, release. Of Fl- Fl- it's called Flames oh of War goodness. Ghost Panzer Releases. So we got the... HS-129 Battle Flight, which contains two aircraft. We've got a Panther Tank Platoon. We've got some Armored Flamethrower Platoon. That sounds very Pretty scary. Nice. I just want that my car. And the Hummel Artillery Battalion. And a um, squad of KFZ-7-1. Those looks like a half-track vehicle. So check that out, Flames of War. They are available right now. Uh, buy them and play and... Awesome. And That's by right. the way, if you have not been in efforts to Flying Heritage Collection, um, um, started by the late, great Paul Allen, go to Flying Heritage Collection. Yeah. They've got tanks. They've got airplanes from World War II. Um, restored. Everything but the buzz bombs are flyable. Can you climb in them? Uh, well, no, they have them up on that. Okay. But you can look at them really close. Okay. It's fantastic. All right. Well, um, is there anything else? I don't think so. Should we jump to the interview with Siva? We should probably do that. Let's do that. All right, let's do that right. Well, whenever. Now. Now. No. Now. Now. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, geeks! Blue Samurai here, along with... Rebeculous. I'm still Paul. And we are here with our old good friend... She's not old. But she's a friend to the show, who's been, the show's been here okay. for a long time. So you are not old, I'm sorry. <laughs> In fact, you're the youngest one of all of us here. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And that's why we feel so old, because you are here. But anyway, we got Tifa Robles here. And Tifa, as you recall, if you go back in our episodes, uh, she was the founder and organizer for Lady Plains Walkers. And now you've got a new chapter going on in your life. Yeah. Uh, So I'm officially resigned from being the organizer Mm -hmm. for Lady Plains Walkers. uh, And I've been working on uh, freelance writing. Uh, I mm-hmm. actually have a fantasy novel mm-hmm. that's going to be awesome. up on Kickstarter mm-hmm. soon. Wow. Uh, it starts February 26th. Um, okay. And it's actually based in like feminism. Oh, I took okay. sort of the standard classic characters that you would expect mm-hmm. to see in a fantasy story and made them empowering females. Yeah. Cool. Um, Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this your first, uh, when did the writing thing, have you always written? Uh, so I have always written. Uh, I actually started this exact story when I was in high school uh, and then went to college Mm -hmm. for a degree in creative writing. Um, While I was in college, I took a look at it, you know, did a couple rewrites Mm -hmm. and was like, oh, as soon as I graduate, I'm going to 
jump into this and get it published. And instead, I jumped into a career in the game industry, which is great, but I kind of never looked back. Um, So last year, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I quit my job and just jumped right in. I did another rewrite. I just got my first roundup peer review back. Um, And, you know, they think that I pretty much just need to polish up a couple things, and wow. it'll be, be ready excited. to go to editing soon. This thing's like yeah. years in the making, and it's finally happening. Yeah, very it's cool. for you. it's for very you. overwhelming and very exciting. And finally, you get to tell you know everyone or prove the fact that all that money you invested, you're actually it's gonna pay off. Right. Right. <laughs> in some form yeah. or fashion, you go to college for a degree. You should actually you know use that. Degree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Not everyone <laughs> does that. That's for sure. So what's going on with uh, the organization though you founded? What what direction is it going in? You left it in good hands, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we have over a hundred chapters in the world. Uh, and all of them are very self-sustained. Wow. Like each one has, you know, their own chapter head that mm-hmm. runs the organization. Um, here in Seattle, we have still weekly events at uh, Mox Boarding House in Ballard, mm-hmm. and then we also have a East Side chapter that meets at Uncle's Games at the Crossroads Mall. Um, so all of those events are still happening. As far as conventions, that's still to be determined. What's going to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. happen with that? Because um, that was being ran solely by me. For the most part, um, so I'm still sort of hoping somebody steps up into that position, um, but it's still a very new change. So okay. more to come. So uh, those hundred chapters, whenever they meet, they always like will take a moment and raise a glass. This is Tatifa <laughs> <laughs> for starting it all. What kind of what, can, what uh, are some of the countries that are like? Uh, uh, so we have actually a few chapters in Australia. That's, cool. um, that's the first place outside of America mm-hmm. that someone founded um sweden uh the uk i can't remember exactly what city but somewhere in the uk Mm -hmm. um brazil uh yeah those are the ones i can think of have you visited all the chapters i have not (laughs) as great as it would be nobody has paid me to do that (laughs) you jerks you better do that you better do that so you have you volunteer for all kinds of things. You've been you've been involved with a lot of organizations. In fact, you uh, you're doing you're here at a community table uh, here at OrcaCon as well. Yeah, tell queer us a geek. little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So I started to get involved with Queer, queer Geek a couple of years ago. Um, they have a party at PAX called Pink Party mm-hmm. X, um, and I attended that party around the time I was considering coming out as mm-hmm. bisexual. Um, and the community that I met there were very welcoming and encouraging and mm-hmm. helped me get to a point where I was comfortable to come out, you know, to my family mm-hmm. and, you know, publicly as a public figure, you know, it was just right, kind of right. something I wanted to be honest with the world about, awesome. even though I'm in a monogamous marriage with a mm-hmm. man with a son, mm-hmm. it's still a part of my identity that's important to me. Right. Well, and I love this whole thing that you've been kind of focusing on inclusion and, and making tabletop gaming welcoming to everyone. And I like the fact that you, you continue to focus on that mission, even yeah. though you're going beyond the organization that you founded with 100 chapters now. Yeah. And now focusing on this new Doom book. Uh, and now you, you just gave us a little bit, but can, can you give us a little bit Absolutely. more about this Absolutely. Yeah. So it's called The Explorers of Azulicent. Azulicent mm-hmm. is the world that I created. Uh, the three main characters are a like swashbuckling pirate woman who's just super gung ho, mm-hmm. like 
badass chick, you know, ready to like you, yeah, ready to <laughs> okay. kick butt and take mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it very much what you would expect from a pirate, only a woman. Um, and like mm-hmm. she's a captain that has like respect from all you know other pirate clans. Mm-hmm. Are you taking maybe something from history? Because I think there was like two women pi- uh, pirates in our history. I don't know if you did. No, any... I haven't. No. Oh at that. well. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, should. Now I know. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe she's related in some way. That'll yeah. be your next chapter. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> one of the other characters is sort of like your standard princess, mm-hmm. um, but she's, you know, unhappy with her life and wants mm-hmm. to, like, do better, so she runs away to see the world. Um, and, you know, in the and she her story takes some turns that you might not expect. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other character is really... I feel like she's the one that anyone can relate to, where she it's coming a coming-of-age story for she's trying to figure out what she wants to do in the world. Um, she moved away from home to try to be like a head chef, mm-hmm. but it's not going well, so she meets some other people who are sort of on similar journeys. Um, and in the end, all of them end up together on mm-hmm. the same mission um, to figure out why they have these magical necklaces, because all three women have okay. the same necklace. And okay. when the three of them meet, it, they have magical properties, so they all go on a mm-hmm. mission together to figure that out. Um, right, and, like and so this is kind of a story. this is more this is a fantasy or sci-fi type. It's uh, fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. okay. Very like, like medieval based. Oh, okay. Fantasy. All right, that's cool. And then, uh, are you planning on making multiple books? Is this a series? Honestly, or? a lot of it depends on how well my Kickstarter does. The hope is that it does really well and I can continue to see what I can do. Um, I've even considered, you know, if if, like the IP does really well and people Mm -hmm. love these characters, even doing something like uh, an adventure card game or something like right, that would right, be a cool. really great That's right. We, next step. I, I was talking to you, uh, I don't know if you were, I think uh, we, we're in Seattle somewhere. Yeah. I forgot the name of the place, but uh, I was saying, yeah, may, maybe uh, your friends, your old friends at Wizards might be able to make something <laughs> out of it, a campaign out of it or something. Yeah. Or Netflix show. I'd watch that. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You guys you know? could all be female characters. In the yeah, I, I'll oh, do I that. that. I'm comfortable with that. That'd be great. Okay, I could be the main character. I'd be okay with why that. Why are you always going to be the main character? <laughs> because <laughs> it's me. Hello. Hello. So, okay, so it's got to be challenging and a little scary kind of putting this together. You, you wrote this whole thing out. Um, and then have you actually put uh, for Kickstarter? I know you had to do the video and all that. Oh, is there a place so to go to right now or is it, it's not live yet? Uh, it's right? not live yet. Um, I actually. I have tforobles.com now, uh, so oh, that will okay. link to that. Um, right now it mm-hmm. links to my Tumblr page where I blog regularly mm-hmm. about all sorts of stuff, gaming related, feminism. Um, uh, Talk about Geeks of Cascadia a lot, I know that. That's, <laughs> that's awesome, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, one other thing actually. Uh, you brought up how I care a lot about welcoming people into tabletop. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like maybe my biggest passion. Um, I also write for tabletoptest.com. I specifically write articles to help people get into uh, Magic the Gathering Mm -hmm. and also board games. I write about a Mm -hmm. different um, like genre of board game every week. And if you you want to try a drafting game or territory building, or if there's, you know, a style you maybe haven't tried and want to like put your toe in without totally jumping into the deep end. um, Yeah, so I have articles like that if people are interested. Cool. Yeah, you're just doing more and more with it. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, so, 
you said February twenty sixth yep. will be will be out, and you said you got the video all together. Or you're not quite there. Uh, so my Kickstarter is almost completely done. Because I'm a done. very good narrator. I just I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there in case you needed one. Good to know. Good yeah, to know. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I'll contact you first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. But yeah, the Kickstarter is almost done. Um, I've had a lot of help with friends who've had successful okay. ones. So and are you gonna do Fingers a thirty-day thing? Thirty days. So okay. yeah, through March twenty-eighth. So for whatever reasons, those seems to be the most successful. Is yeah. the the shorter, but it's a little scarier though too. It's. Do you have a price? It is scary. Do you have a price point yet, or do you, do you uh, know yet? So the the tier for the paperback is twenty-eight dollars. Um, and okay. then if you go up to 34, you get some extra stuff with that. I'll do, I'll autograph it for you, and you can also get some art bookmarks. Um, oh, okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, there will be other tiers as well. Speaking of artists, who did you get as the artist? Uh, so uh, I took my question. Oh, sorry. Whatever. My friend Amanda mm -hmm. Sharp did the art for the cover of the book. Um, she's an amazing fantasy artist that I've known for a really long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I also have my friend Stephanie Martin doing the cover design. And Nick Trujillo, who mm -hmm. was on um, Strip Search uh, with Penny Arcade, he is designing the map for me. Oh, I like maps. maps. It was important to me to find multiple local artists to support right, in this right. project. And uh, you want to give a shout out to any of the people that did the editing for you or, you know, read it and told you to move this period somewhere um christina here christina horner and liz leo have been giving me great feedback uh to help make my book even better uh and then tara and alexandra theo harris have been mm -hmm. helping me with the kickstarter how many rewrites did you have to do on this one i am on my fifth rewrite and oh, i expect okay. one more after this one um oh so you got you don't have a lot of time well i why are you here <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the plot you grabbed her in the hallway. Yeah, it's probably the plot is completely set. It's right. just making sure that I am showing every like everything about the characters and diving mm -hmm. deep enough with everything. Do you think this? I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but is this um, geared towards younger adults or young adult? Yeah, it's like else? it's mm -hmm. young adult. Um, That's my style book. Yeah, yeah, because you're a young adult. Yes, totally. <laughs> well, and part of that is that I started writing it when I was fourteen. Cool. Right, so and I want to keep that like core of it of like mm -hmm. I want it to be something that a teenage girl can pick up and just really relate to and feel empowered by um, and feel like it can help them on their own journey. That's nice. that's good that, that we're getting more of that and that you're doing that because there's certainly a lot of books for a young teenage dude, you know, really. Right. There's tons yeah. out there and growing Would up, I could pick up one. Would a young guy be bored with it? I don't do think so. I think like it it's also. very adventure. Mm -hmm. um, I think. You know, all genders would like it. It's very LGBTQ friendly as well, because um, oh, that was important to me. So. I know awesome. young young men like a lot of action and fighting and oh, yeah. car chases. There's lots there of that. Aren't any car I like <laughs> fluffy kittens uh, well. and bunnies. <laughs> there are some puppies in the book. All right, oh. cool. All right, <laughs> I some for everybody. Those. <laughs> so you, you, the book is. Nearly done. Actually, it just sounds like it just needs to do it's, one re it's rewrite. It's just like a little bit of polishing sure. at this point. Yeah. Um, what's next in Tifa's book of life? What is the a next chapter after this? Movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking a, well. net, a Netflix contract. Oh, yeah, right. there we go. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I wish that I had an answer, but so much of it depends on how the Kickstarter goes. Like, the hope mm -hmm. is that the Kickstarter is successful enough that I get to go on a book tour with my book. So I'll get to go to you mm -hmm. know all these conventions and have mm -hmm. my own table mm -hmm. um, with my own merchandise and sell a book. Um, 
so that's what I'm hoping. And then either a sequel or I have an idea for a short story compilation um, that would be related. Mm -hmm. My attention span. That's great. Yeah. um, So I'm hoping to sort of continue branching out in the same world, uh, even if it's different characters and stories. Great. And then maybe you can visit those different chapters as you're selling your, you know, talking about your book. Yeah. yeah, you know, those confusing chapters in the book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, your Lady Plains chapters out there. <laughs> well, that is uh, that's good. You're always busy. I know. I am. It's that. true. And she's yeah. got a kid. And I have a two-year-old. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and again, you know, I just want to thank you so much because you know the first year we did Geeks of Cascadia, and that's why I call you an old friend of the show. Is you actually were willing to talk to us. So, Paul and I, thank you yes, for that. Of course, so. yeah. Uh, and we were really nervous about it because, you know, everyone kind of knows you in the I'm tabletop. Yeah. You are a big deal. And it, <laughs> and it, yeah, you are a big deal. Actually, you are. I know you're being modest, but, uh, you know, in the tabletop gaming uh, universe, you know, it's like, you're Tifa. It's like, oh my goodness. It's like Cher. You know, it's like a single, you know, it's like yeah. Tifa. Well, thank you. Do you want to talk to her? I don't know. So, thank well, you. Well, you so guys much. are great. Well, thank you. Um, and, we actually shared a cha- table at Child's Play Charity years and years ago. That's, That's right. That's where we first met. Yes, yeah. yes. I was really nervous because I didn't know anybody there. <laughs> I well, stayed very well, quiet. Well, now we're old friends. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Good luck. Um, yes. I hope you do really well on the Kickstarter. And all of you listening out there better buy a book and support it. And if you're the Australia chapter, uh, why don't you, why haven't you brought her out there? Buy her plane ticket. <laughs> hotel room come on mate sorry oh, they, they no? love, yeah. they oh now that. they never oh will. wow <laughs> sorry wow. I wow. Wow. ruined your Australian <laughs> that's, right. Visit. that's right we will now yeah. <laughs> all right Diva well thanks thank a lot. you guys so well, much for you. having mm-hmm. me this section of the podcast is brought to you by around the table Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. I love talking to Tifa. She's great every time. We met her at um, uh, ETX yes, a couple years ago. Yes, yes. Oh, God. And she's done such great work with um, Magic the Gathering. And Lady Planeswalkers, and I love fantasy novels. And she's, and I always like to say she's our, she, you know, young, but she's our old friend because at the very beginning of this podcast at ETX, when we're collecting those interviews, you're right. She actually was willing to talk to us. Yes. She was willing to talk to us. Yeah, because look at these two old men. Yeah, come on, man. That sucked us. Look. Everyone, everyone appreciates anyone else who's interested. Well, she, she is awesome, and she's pretty too. I must say, I just want to put that. Tifa is a very nice person. Yeah, she she, really is. She's, she's got it going on, man. She mm-hmm. knows. Yes, she's done so much. All right. And she's, there's more. There's got to be more that's going to happen for her because she's Definitely. so driven. She's more talented. Yes, yes, and driven. I mean. Maybe. Talent, there's talent and then there's drive, right? Maybe she'll she run for office someday. She could. She could that'd move to the, the, the 44th district. Yeah, maybe. That'd be great. Oh, <laughs> anyway. I'll totally run for her. Yeah, me too. So what else do we got going on? Well, do you want to talk about this general stuff you've been doing, or do you want to save that for later? The general stuff. General stuff. General, general stuff. Yeah. Like being a general? Or? Uh, well, I don't know anybody who does that. Um, but I'm a did, general. Did you see the uh, Stranger Things D&D starter set? What? 
What? No. Wait, what? Because do you even look at our Facebook page at all? No. Uh, but I watch Stranger Things. I, I, I watched don't know who you're talking charge about. of the Facebook page. Let's share the story on the Jason Cascadia Facebook but page. But you hate Stranger Things. I do. Yeah, you do, which is Dumb. just a-hole. <laughs> But I'm thinking maybe I want to buy this and DM this so I can try to kill the characters. Hmm. Oh, wow. wow. That's a horrible motivation. That horrible. No, that's what yeah. DMs do. Why are you ever even neutral, much are less good in guys, any campaign we play? Are you ever going to DM? All the time. Yes, yeah. I really, really want to I don't DM. want him to be a DM. I don't want to play under his DM No, he doesn't. He's he, just going to kill all probably. of us in a horrible and miserable way. Level one, it's a beholder. <laughs> what about you, Rebecca? Will I ever DM? Yes. I would like to. I see that mm-hmm. along the lines. Not for several years. I mm-hmm. there's so much to learn. No. Well, you know where you learn a lot from. Uh, this awesome the podcast. The Blue Samurai. Well, for me, yeah, obviously. Yes, but Dragon Talk, not Dragon Talk. Well, Dragon Talk is one. Yes, that's really good. Dungeon um, Cast. Yes, Dungeon yeah. Cast is Dungeon awesome. Cast. Check it out. Is, yes, right after this door podcast. What's so awesome about it? Why do you say that? Because they tell about the lore of D and D. So you know how you? It's like I don't know what that creature yeah. is, what mm-hmm. that land is, what this. They do an in-depth, detailed like. They go lore. through class by class. Yes. Perhaps mm-hmm. I would not have stabbed the orange slime if I would exactly. have known exactly. that yes. it would only yes. divide it. Instead of killing it. And whenever I'm rolling up a character for a real campaign, I'm not just for fun, I listen to Dungeon Cast mm-hmm. and get um, updated on right. the um, like Xanthar's Guide, mm-hmm. things that happened, and what's in the player's handbook, mm-hmm. and I really figure out how I want to yeah. build my character. And that, and even and Dragon Talk has a lore section, too. They have some called Lore You Should Know, and... They tell about some of the rules. Sometimes uh, we forget about like certain aspects of the rules that might be kind of confusing, like time, like you know, round initiative, and all that wow. kind of stuff. What's a bonus action? I mean, I know all that. Inspiration. I'm pretty good. At bonus that. actions. No, mm-hmm. that's confusing to a newbie like me. Bonus action. Bonus action. Reactions. Well, maybe we, we, we reactions. Could, yeah, that's a well. Just check yeah, out yeah. Dragon Talk. They've got that whole. However, also if you yes. if you appropriately use D and D Beyond, you can click the bonus action tab. That's true. Where your bonus actions are. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, but super easy. But there's something like more awesome about having read it. Just knowing. And knowing yes, it, yeah. mm-hmm. it is. But D and D Beyond is my favorite. Are bonus actions confusing for you? Um, I don't use them much. Can I can I use an example? I usually use a bonus example? action to mm-hmm. flip someone off. No, that wouldn't be a bonus. That would be an no, action. No, that's no. a bonus action. Flipping someone off. No, that's I'm, an action. I've always been allowed to use you're that. You're driving. Bonus action. Or you're flipping. What are you doing off? with your hand? Flipping. He's driving. 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 So a this fart. Driving. A fart would be a bonus action. Oh, yes. I should. Because you could do <laughs> Then so. I take many bonus actions. <laughs> I yes, never counted them See? in my D&D Wow. We'll have to mm-hmm. really dig into this sometime. Maybe we'll do we, another we I don't know why we don't have like, like a record like session. Like when your character is a fighter mm-hmm. and they say, oh, Not a rage. Well, you know, okay. So, right. a fighter barbarian, are they that far apart? No. Are they really? Yeah. You can multi-class those. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's, I'm going to do that. So, do that. speaking of um, underwater things. Yes. Is that, wow, that's a shitty segue. Is <laughs> that uh, oh yes, I forgot we're doing a <laughs> we're doing a game t- review. Yes, tabletop game review. That's yes. right. Um, they never tell me about this. Tabletop game review with Kelly and Doug. Yes. Now, Reef by Next Move Games. 
Should we jump to that now? Like sure. Reefer, like that. But, uh, but, but we don't know yet. We'll find out in the review. It might be reefer. It might just be surfing. It might be barrier reef or, or fish things. <laughs> I won't pound the table. All right. Let's go. Okay. I want to know. Okay. Hey, geeks. Welcome to another tabletop game review. I'm Kelly, and this is Doug, and today we're doing Reef. Reef, yes, another game by Emerson Matsuchi. Reef, boom, right there. <laughs> I was hiding things. I would, I'd use it to hide the paper. <laughs> Kelly, now they're gonna know our secrets. That we can't remember names. I remember names, I'm not gonna look at it, see? All boom, right. there we go. Who's the game designer? Emerson Matsuchi. Also Who's known the for- the illustrator? Chris Williams. <laughs> Emerson Masucci designed um, Century Spice Road and Century Eastern Wonders, and now the third one that's coming out, I want to say later this year. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, it would be really good. Um, we have done Eastern Wonders yet. Did we do Eastern Wonders? Yeah, we did Eastern we Wonders. We did Eastern Wonders, yeah. that's right. We just didn't do the combined. We did not do the combined yet. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's in the queue. It's in the, it's in the queue up here. <laughs> um, so is Clank. <laughs> I don't like Clank. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> you don't like Clint. Yeah. Alright. Um Reef was published by Next Move Games. Uh I think it's like a subsidiary of Plan B games, something like that. Um sounds right, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Um but yeah, it plays two to four players, ages eight and up, uh, about thirty to forty five minutes. It's got a little bit of aspects from Spice Road, so if you've played Spice Road before uh, you can pick up on this fairly easily. Um, so in this game, we are building our coral reef uh, up on our board. Everyone starts with one of each color, and you can randomize it how you want on the board. It recommends uh, having them in the center. I'm going to have mine like this. And you can have yours like that. And then uh, we got it all set up, so we're going to kind of give you a zoomed-in look because you'll need to see some details on these cards. Yeah. So we'll be right back. All right, so we've got the game set up. Uh, we've got our cards dealt out here. We'll have three face up and then the top card of the deck. On your turn, you can do one of two things. You can play a card from your hand, which I have three cards in my hand, so we'll just put that one back. Sorry, I missed out. Yeah. Um, so looking in my hand, I'm going to play this card. Maybe play a card, you gain the coral that's on top and you have to place them on your player board. And the rules for placing them, you can place them anywhere on the board, even on top of other pieces. Um, and you can never go more than four high. And on top of each other too. So you could make a stack of three green if you wanted to. Yeah, I can make a stack of three green. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to place them like that. Okay. And then I would score the pattern that's on the bottom of the card. This one is if I have two purple or stacks that are too high and there's purple on top from looking down in this orientation I would gain five points and I would gain five points for each of those I had on my player board and you're not supposed to count uh, a stack more than once so if I had that and we'll just do like that I would gain five points for this one but I can't double count this stack to go with this one that would be a no-no 
The other thing you can do in your turn is you can gain one of the face-up cards. These ones are all free. In order to gain the card on the stack, you would have to take one of your points and put it on the lowest value card uh, to gain that. So yes. it is your turn. I'm going to do the same thing and take green ones. The game does end when um, they're out of a color. Yeah, we don't have all of the, the pieces out for coral. Um, There's definitely a ton more. Yeah. For two players, it's, I think you use 18 pieces of each color. So. Yes. Okay. I'm going to take this one. Ooh, some of these symbols are really fun. Yeah, so this one here, um, it's for... These stacks have to be at least too high, so they can be three or four. These ones have to be too high, and they can be any combination of colors. So it's basically counting uh, adjacent uh, two stacks. This one is a little bit weird. So this one, you find your highest yellow stack, and you get two points for each purple that's around it. So that could be pretty useful. And those are ones that you kind of plan ahead for. Oh, yeah. And some of these you also plan ahead for. So I'm going to play this one. I'm going to take these two first. And I'm going to make... Uh, we'll put it there, I guess. Okay. So I place my two yellows, and then I score four points for my three in a row for my greens. Yes. So I take those and put one of those back. And it, in the rules it says uh, as long as you can build this in any rotational fashion at 90 degrees, you will get it. So it's not just has to be. You orient it with your player board. Oh, I have to do it that way. No, it's, it's any direction that you can do it. So yep. Basically, play goes back and forth until, like we said, the one color of coral runs out or the deck of cards runs out, which I don't think I've seen happen yet. No. Even I think it would be very weird to do that in a four-player game. I haven't played a four-player game yet, but I... I played a three-player once. You have to have... It's kind of like the Century Spice Road thing where you just try and get all of the cards in your hand and you realize that you're so far behind that there's nothing. And I mean, in this one, you have a hand size of four, so if you have start your turn with four cards in your hand, you have to play one. Yeah. Even if it might not be that beneficial for you. So, yeah. So we're going to come back from this and give you our final thoughts on the game. All right, so final thoughts because i i know that you you've said that you don't like this game and maybe you were just i it, i don't know what it is it might be the the shape stacking thing that is just messing with my mind uh or but i feel like very definitely you need to have a better feel for what's in the deck so you can plan ahead really plan ahead because right now you can only see two or three moves ahead and you have no clue what the end game is going to be i think that's I know that's it's, kind of it's part of the with, allure for some people. With but. two players, it can be like that. I think with more players... Um, with more players, the things you want won't be there by the time you come back fine. around. That's fine, and so I think planning only a few moves ahead... Makes sense. Um, makes sense a little bit, so you can get some cards into your hand, play those cards to kind of combo a little bit with the, each other to gain points, and then maybe during in the middle of that you see other cards come up that you might want that could help you with that combo as well. So it's it's probably not for everyone. It's a little bit of a design game that you're trying to do. Yeah. And there's... I'm trying to think what other games are like that. And for the record, I didn't lose the game I played. Okay. 
So I didn't um, not I didn't like it because I lost. It's not th- anything like that. It's just I didn't. It's very tactile. It's I got it eventually. It just took me forever to get going and finally understand what I was doing, and it was frustrating to me. I just say, so I have I have this thing where I say like, I I teach people how to play games and I teach them so well that I lose. And I did that with this. The few times that I taught this game, I have lost. I did it over the weekend at Chris's house where I taught them how to play the colonists, and I lost by like 20 points. It was, it was bad. That's- I like the game. It's It's got its aspects of Spice Road, and it's got its aspects that sets it apart from Spice Road. Um, uh, I like the pieces. The pieces are nice. I don't think we said it, but uh, the game's $40. So yeah. I don't... I- I like the double aspect of the cards. Did you get the... But it just... it. I don't know what it is. I'll figure it out eventually and never tell anybody. Probably. It's a good game. I probably would play it again. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm not going to buy a copy for me because I know I won't play it. And that can happen with some games. Oh, yeah. Really. I've... It's like I have all the clanks and you hate clank. I do not care for Clank. It, it's it's a nice game. Uh, I just don't care for it. We did review Clank. Or did we review Clank? And, no, we did review Clank. We did it as just an audio recording. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not video. Not all fancy. Um, but yeah, it's definitely got its kind of niche for people that are looking for games like this. Um... I'm not sure I'd buy it, even though I I like it. Um, cause I I like Azul. I'm oh, yeah. not gonna buy Azul. Uh, there's just all of your friends already have it. And you don't need to. Kind of yeah, and it's it's almost almost always the same kind of game. But yeah. Yeah. Um, this is fun. It can be different. It can be challenging. I think it would be. I think it would be good as kind of an intro for the younger kids. Oh yeah. Um, for building up strategy to look, because like you said, you can only look a few steps ahead. So it it would be good for them to be able to teach them to look a few steps ahead and kind of plan it out. So yeah. that's. I think it would be good for them. I think maybe altering some way that you play it for your more gamer oriented friends. Not sure how you can do that, but yeah, there's there's things you can do with it to kind of make it more interesting. So yeah, um, if you got any recommendations for us, shoot us an email, Geeks Cascadia, uh, or send us a tweet at uh, Geeks of Cascadia. I totally forgot it for a second. It's all Geeks of Cascadia. <laughs> whatever you do, whatever find, your find platform media, you're on, we're probably there. Yeah, uh, I'm also on Twitter, Captain Napkin. Boom, right there. Um, so yeah, just send us a line. We will take your recommendations to heart. If you've got a game, if you're a publisher and you got a game for us to, you want us to review, we can do that too. We've done that before. Uh, we've done a Kickstarter game for a local yeah. uh, designer. Well, there, there was Goatfish. Yeah, Goatfish, yeah. We did Goatfish. Did, uh, was it Realms? I think the Realms RPG system, yeah. So we, yeah. We, we can do pretty much anything. Uh, but yeah, thanks Even for tuning in. Even if we hate it. Yeah. this game good game thanks for listening thanks for tuning in see you next time oh my gosh that was awesome so it's not refer it's reef
that's what it's about. That sounds cool. I want to play that game. Yeah, I love like Kelly, Kelly and Doug. Do such a good job of doing this. Yes. For us. They are experts. At As do I with the loving of Kelly and Doug. Love you guys. You guys are great. Love the game reviews. Yeah. We need to get together and play a game. We do. We do. We were supposed to do an end of the year thing, but things happen, though. Maybe Ice Cool too. If, ice cool. if you go way back through our Facebook posts, there was a, a one-hour yes, video of us playing a, mm-hmm. uh, Ice Cool it's one. It's just mm-hmm. a stupid fun game. Which, by the way, it's not I even, uh, Did you? Did you won. Sure you did. I know. You know, you know, I know it's he does. what you want to call it. When you're, <laughs> anyway. you know, oh, when you slide your finger all the way across with the token. I did not do that. Oops. Yeah. I did not I do that. Mm-hmm. I did not do that. Maybe you did. It's all right. You're just that good. I'm right. skilled. I'm right. skilled. Okay. Right. Maybe you get Jesse to represent. <laughs> Denial. So I think that was a pretty good show, I think. Yeah, I agree. We did a... Uh, I concur also. Great uh, interview with Tifa, and of course a game review with Doug and Kelly. Oh, isn't that like a warrioress name in and of itself? Okay, I, so, I was a little embarrassed to say that in front of her, but that was like badass Tifa. Yeah, have you played Final Fantasy Seven, or are you terrible nerds? I'm terrible nerds. You're terrible nerds. Yeah, I don't play that. Um, Final Fantasy Seven, Tifa. Oh, all I'm gonna say. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. Okay, I don't yeah, get it, but a, you do. Okay. Are you guys excited for Captain Marvel? Yes. Is, does, does the freaking sun rise each morning? Yes. I cannot wait. Okay. No, oh yes. Sorry. So excited. Sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was such so uh, a yes. I get so excited. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's coming up. March. Uh, I think it's March. March. Something. Early March. First week in March. It's between the first and the. 31st? Well, you got some amazing movies for Marvel. You got the obvious Captain Marvel, and then what, Infinity War comes out? Uh, Infinity War's coming out. You know, I'm sitting there, sitting with my sister, who is a wonderful person, but, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily aware, and she's less aware, and she says, it'd be cool if we had, you know, if they had the female superheroes that weren't necessarily named after the male heroes, and I'm like, dude, they do. They do. They have just shit them. She tells them, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have like Psylocke and Fr- I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I go just, ahead. Like, go ahead. All these things were I'm like, no, it's not just like Captain Marvel mm-hmm. or, you know, She Hulk, which is weird. Or, you know, so, right. I don't know. What about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. What help the original? Yeah. She's the original. She is the original. Bow down. Yes. Woman, I mean. But I was feeling the ISO 8 pile up there for a second. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, uh, a game that you don't even do quit. anymore. That's, yeah. that's right. You're a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a quitter. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, yes, Captain Marvel. I believe it's the first week in March. I can't wait. I freaking can't wait. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for us to finish uh, Waterdeep Dragon High so we can do the uh, Mad Mage. Waterdeep Mad Mage. Um, yes. yes. I really want to do the, the Mad Mage. So are we continuing our characters? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's what it's about. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go all the way to level twenty. You will. I, I would like to DM you guys in between, but I think based upon my work schedule, we're gonna have to wait. What is the highest but level that I have gotten to? Eleven. Eight, right. Eleven. Yeah. No, it was twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Remember at the end, we he said, "Oh, you all leveled up," but we never. I mean, we're, we're done. Play anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
We killed an ancient dragon. Level 20. Yeah, we. <laughs> you said we, we this time. We killed it. Yes, time. I know. I heard oh, that. I mean, I did. Oh, my God. I I wow. The truth will eventually come out. <laughs> It's amazing. Sometimes Dude. I have to include you in my victory. Oh, oh my thank gosh. you for yeah. you uh, so is, is anyone, It only takes one person to kill a blue dragon. Has <laughs> anyone watched Russian Doll? Oh my gosh, I binge watched it in a, in a day. I I'm like four episodes in. I watched it's it all. fantastic. Dude. It's my second, Dude. second favorite character. You're going to get me started. Oh, actress from um, Orange is the New Black. Natasha Leon. Behind uh, the woman who plays Crazy Eyes. Oh my gosh, I love so, Crazy Eyes. I love Uzo Adama, but um, no, Natasha Leon. I would watch She's great. She's great. We watched Everyone that. Watch it. And I thought it was, and this is not spoilers, it says this everywhere. I thought it was a Groundhog Day thing at first. I'm like, oh. but she's so great that you want to watch it again. So you she's watch the great. second, and you watch the third, and you just it pulls you in. And yeah. yes, binge watch. I'm I don't like, know how I'm you like, have disciplined yourself to not watch the whole thing. There's not that many no, episodes. I, There's I, like, I don't know, 12, 24? I, think, I, I thought there was like nine. Okay. You said there was, there was a three. three, three, three. A, a, it's short. It's really mm-hmm. short. So yeah. there's around 12 or 10 or 9. Well, we watched both. And then I need to nap because it's my day off. And drink. And it's not just yours yes. that's great. Yeah, I like, do drink a lot. Me too, dude. You did a bonus yeah, action. I'm just having orange juice. Can you hear that? No, she's... I'm sure you all love Natasha. And we so, do. So, watch it. Russian watch Doll. Watch Russian Doll. And yes, okay. the title yeah. comes into play within the series. Matryoshka. All right. Good one. Well... Yeah, and you were I am right. not a spy. Yeah. Are you a spy? I'm not a spy. <laughs> We've never been a spy, have we? No. We never defeated the entire U.S. Navy by being spies. That's right. So uh, <laughs> I think we'll put a pin in the show now. We should. No, we are, it's we're so fun. bantering oh right off the rails. They so, freaking love our banter. So with that, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that same Cascadia Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. What? Okay. Tanya from NorwestCon. Ooh, look those levels. Those levels look good. Good levels. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Good levels. Mining ore in the mountains, breeding alpacas, and actively trading local goods with inhabitants to generate Continually growing up. This is not even breeding alpacas. This is, mm. this is not <laughs> breeding with alpacas. Um, so this is a poor translation. Um, do you want a content summary? Of what? Five action boards, five warehouses, five game figures, five markers, five containers, seven roll cards, twenty-eight extension, one extension strip, two hundred plus goods 